Welcome to another exciting and elucidating episode of the Omnitalk Ask an Expert series. I am your host, Chris Walton. And I'm Ann Mazinga. And we are the founders of Omnitalk, the fast-growing blog that is all about the companies, the technologies, and the people that are coming together to shape the future of retail. Today, we are coming to you live on LinkedIn, and we are joined by frequent Omnitalk expert and formerly the managing director and now the VP of sales and partnerships at AdeptMind, Jesse Michael. Jesse, how are you? Looks like you're moving up in the world. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Nice to, nice to be here again. Yeah, it shows you how often we've had you on the program when we notice a, a, a title change. But congratulations, man. That sounds awesome. So you now got VP in your initials in front of your name. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. And joining us today as well is Grant Bungie, the VP of Marketing at Mall of America. Grant, it's awesome to have you here as well. We've known you for quite a long time. Yes, thanks for having me. Yeah, now before we get started, just a reminder for those watching live, feel free to enter your questions for Jesse and Grant at any time via the chat session window in LinkedIn. And please, please don't be shy. I imagine there's quite a few questions you're going to have for these two. And they're going to get into the details on how they're making the Mall of America shoppable online. And they're willing to share their expertise on exactly how they did that. So don't be shy. Ask away. And let's get this thing started. So Jesse, refresh us if you will, because we probably have a few people listening and watching for the first time. Tell everybody a little bit just to get, a, get their appetites wet here. What is a debt mine? What are you guys all about? couple couple of different things so you know at at our core and a, and the main thing that our business is focused on really is you know product discovery um, and, and what does that mean you know that's essentially taking whether it's a, a retailer and working with them directly on different solutions um, you know from a SaaS perspective or, or AI machine learning based um, different solutions like product recommendations product discovery search data as a service, relevancy, all of the, the fun buzzwords that are out in the market right now. Um, that's one way we work with, with, with retailers on that side of it from a product discovery standpoint, just getting, getting the right products in the right, you know, the right hands of consumers all the way through to working with shopping centers, owners, landlords, developers, such as Mall of America and Triple Five, where we're bringing to life basically the ability to bring your mall online from a product discovery standpoint and be able to find any product from any store, combine that with local inventory, combine that with online inventory if, if, there, if that's applicable to the solution and really enabling a, a mall-wide or center-wide uh, curbside program, delivery program. Um, again, that's, that's really the core functionality and core uh, set of features that we, that we run across uh, mm -hmm. both sides of our platform. And the key point there that I think is important to reiterate for everyone that maybe is tuning in for the first time, or even maybe that have seen you on the program a couple of times, because you are a member of our three timer club. Congratulations for meeting that milestone, by the way, very important here at OmniTalk. Uh, first one to do it too, by the way. So kudos to you. Um, but the key thing there is you're rooted in e-commerce. Like that is essentially where you guys got your start. It's about making sure that product is easily findable, findable you know, via an e-commerce experience. And now you guys have since branched into this new world, which we're going to talk a lot about, which is how do you make the physical manifestation of a shopping mall come to life online in a way that it never has before. Correct. Awesome. All right. Well, Grant, now over to you for those watching. 
there's probably a lot of people that have never been to the Mall of America. It's kind of this thing that's described in lore, right? Impossible. Yeah, which for people in Minneapolis, we don't understand how that could possibly be. But there probably are quite a few people out there. So tell us what, describe for us in your own words as somebody who works for the Mall of America, what do people need to know about it to get a real sense of the meat of the discussion we're going to have here today? Yeah, I'm not going to you know, ask you to close your eyes and picture it because I know you guys have been here, but um, you know, you know, Mall of America is the largest shopping mall in the United States. So okay, still is. Yeah, still is. Not American Dream. It's you guys. Okay. Still, still Mall of America. So, um, you know, over five million leasable square feet, four hundred events. We have forty million visitors um, every year. So, uh, when when you talk Mall of America, like we are that tourist destination, that shopping destination. We're also the local shopping center for a lot of our guests as well. So as we talk about shopping, it ranges quite a bit in terms of who we're, who we're sort of tailoring our experiences towards um, and making it shoppable. So, you know, I think I just rattled off a bunch of stats of, you know, different pieces that are out there, but I think it's important when we talk shoppability um, for people to understand with that size comes a lot of opportunity, um, but there's also challenges that come with it as well. And um, it's hard to picture how big it is until you're there. Um, but Jesse and his team have recently been out to the Mall of America. There's a couple first timers on his, his crew as we launched this piece. Uh, Jesse, any you know, sort of notes from your team on um, how they experienced the mall? Because they're probably the newest ones. <laughs> yeah, were they were they blown away by how big it was, Jesse? Like just out of in yeah. reality, like it's it's so massive, right? I mean the the sheer fact. I think the biggest thing that stood out for people um, on my team that were new to the center was that there were multiple stores, or multiple stores of the same banner within the center. They're like they couldn't compute, sort of understand that there were, you know, three of one store in yeah. In the- like There's like four that, lids, right? Yeah, right? I mean, I remember an article when the Super Bowl right. was here and somebody wrote an article. They're like, there are four lids stores in the Mall of America. Where else in the world could you find such a wonderful universe where there's four stores? Yeah, and there were like little differences between them all too, yeah. like that she yeah. wrote about. Yeah, that, that came up. I think there's like six caribou coffees. I don't yeah. know. It was like, maybe a caribou coffee. It's like, where? Which, yeah, right. all of them. So, but, but Grant, the point you bring up too, that's I think really important what you said too, is that you play to a lot of different audiences. Like, yeah, for Ann and I, it's our local mall. It literally is. It's our local mall now. But at the same time, you're playing to a tourist audience as well, very often. And so the decisions you guys make are magnified in a lot of ways because you're having two constituencies that you're trying to, you know, please each and every day that you go to work. Yeah, and I, and I think that's what we we look at when we talk about, shopping is, you know, the, the ease of that for both of those audiences and how do we bring new solutions to, um, you know, that flex both ways. Um, and I think that's what we're, that we're doing right now with the online shopping piece. Well, and Jesse, I want to go back a bit here because I want to hear about the work that you've done getting up to this point. You're, you're now at, a, you know, putting your platform in the biggest mall in the United States. What have you been up to the last year? I think it's been since we talked to you last. Um, what have you been up to and like, how have you kind of come to this, this new launch with the mall? I mean, I, 
I'm not really sure where to start with that because in, in startup land, things change so fast. I mean, a yeah. year is like 10 years or, you know, 15 years. It, it, it's like dog of, years. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the amount of development that's gone on, even just in the last, you know, some you know, month ago from where we were then to now has changed so quickly uh, in terms of improvements and developments. Um, I would just say the, the learnings and understandings from when we first launched, um, you know, with, with Centennial, uh, has actually been about a year. Okay. And tell, yeah. tell the listeners a little bit about what you were launching at Centennial and, and I guess kind of how it, it's progressed to this point, Jesse. Right. So essentially what, what we started with was again, this discoverable platform that we were diving into from a product standpoint, um, you know, all the products in their catalog from all of the stores available to be found. There was no concept that point of inventory. There was no concept of, you know, curbside or delivery or any of the operational challenges that we're going to come across throughout this journey. Once we launched, then, you know, even think about like size filters, you know, in an experience or filters within a commerce experience in general, there's so much operational or technology things that come across that we weren't expecting day one. You know, you launch it, you get it out there, everyone's excited. And then all of the questions start. And then, you know, can we update this in the design? Can we do this? Like, you know, looking at conversion, looking at all the consumer metrics, like there's so much more that goes into it than just, hey, we've released it. And we knew that going into it. But once you started to layer on all the new developments and new technology that we're coming across, we then launched payments and commerce mm -hmm. and cart in February. And with that, there was a whole new set of challenges when it came to local inventory and finding product. And the list goes on and on. Like I said, we could sit here for, for the whole session and just discuss the developments and the, the enhancements in the platform. But that's, you know, there was a lot of learnings that came across just those initial sort of three, four months after we were live with, with Centennial. And that platform, Jesse, is you know, if I'm a consumer, I'm, I'm going to the, the website, I'm looking up, I can see everything, all the stores that are in that mall. I'm shopping from each one of them. I can filter now, as you kind of moved along, I can filter by my size, for example, and mm -hmm. then order and check out. And I have one checkout and I go pick up curbside. That's, that's essentially where you were with, with Centennial. Yeah. And that's, and that's the, the improvements that we had to make. Like imagine, imagine uh, you, you have a size filter. If you're one retailer, you're, you're Nike or Lulu or, or yeah, any, right. they have one way that they have, they describe their sizes, but now multiply that across again, how many, how many stores are in mall of America? You know what I mean? So you start to get into all these different ways and unique ways that retailers uh, put their nomenclature on different, how they, how they name sizes basically in their own way. And when you start to do an aggregation of, of all of these products into a marketplace, you're just inundated with, with different data points and different way, different descriptions, all of this sort of stuff. That was just one nuance of, of the many that we came across, but those are the types of enhancements that you start to make along with, you know, making sure that that inventory is accurate. Right. Getting sure to that right. side of it to, to ensure that the customer in the end is delighted and they're not disappointed because we have a role in that as well. Even though we're a software company, we're partnered with all of these different you know, groups, including Grant and his team, 
to make sure that customers are finding what, what they're looking for. Yeah. Cause there's an operational side to that too. Whether, whether if I'm a consumer shopping, I want to pick up, I want it delivered that someone has to go out and pack and pick that and get it ready for whatever experience I'm electing through that e-commerce portal. Right, Jesse. Right. Yeah. And there's, and again, back to technology developments, we've, we're really trying to figure out ways to continue, um, I guess, alleviating the, 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 the labor piece, the laborious side of this, where the pick and pack takes place. And, and, you know, it was, it was interesting when we were out meeting with Grant and his team, they were talking about labor shortages in, in their area. And uh, there was a person on their team that was from the UK and she was talking about labor shortages and there's labor shortages in Canada. So it's, there's labor shortages everywhere. So you, you start to try and really narrow down and, and utilize technology and come up with new ideas on how to eliminate that labor piece or at least mm-hmm. reduce it to try and streamline the operational side. But before you do that, obviously the technology up front just needs to work. Search needs to work. Inventory needs to work. There's all those little operational pieces, size filters, as I mentioned. Um, Yeah. And it goes on from there. Well, and Grant, I mean, this sounds perfect. It sounds like we're, we're solving for labor shortages. We're making the entire mall of America shoppable online. Tell me how you found out about Jesse and kind of how this relationship started of making the Mall of America shoppable? Yeah, um, you know, I think it started out with just who we are at Mall of America. And, you know, I like to say that we are just big fans of shopping, right? Like Mall of America is a place where um, shopping is enjoyable and we want to continue to make that shopping experience enjoyable for everyone. So, you know, even pre-pandemic, we said, hey, how do we create a digital experience that is similar to the on-mall experience? And for us, Hmm. it sort of came down to um, multiple things, but really centered on that single cart that Jesse was talking about and allowing guests to shop multiple retailers and have a single checkout and making their life easier. So we really focused in on that early. And um, we talked about a lot of different ways to possibly get to that solution. Um, And as we were doing that, um, we talked to a lot of our tenants and said, hey, this is what we're thinking about doing. This is where we wanna go. Like, what is your thoughts? And uh, the overwhelming response from the tenants was, A, they're excited. They were really excited about it because at the end of the day, it's driving in-store sales through a digital platform, right? So, um, and that is unique to what we're doing. Um, But then the other thing that they said is that it couldn't be a big lift from their stores, right? right? Like they don't have the labor to put into um, developing something unique for their store. They don't have um, that ability to do that. And I think that's where we really honed in on this relationship and these conversations that we've been having with the debt mine for a while is this solution solved both of those things where there isn't a big lift from the tenant side. They reap a lot of the rewards for the work that the software and the solution and the labor um, from all of America are providing to them. So I think that's where um, it started and, and where we're at now. And obviously there's a lot of new things that we're looking at doing with this. This is just the beginning of it, but um, that's where it got started. If I'm a consumer and I'm looking to engage with what you're describing, like 
take me through it. Try to paint the picture for me visually of what I'd expect to find uh, as I'm doing this. Yeah. So, you know, I think the nice thing is if you, um, it allows you to discover. So on malvamerica.com, there's the shopability, um, the shop link on there. Okay. It has um, a handful of our retailers, 15 that we launched with. 15. Um, for, okay. That's going to be back nice to school. Okay. Um, and uh, with, you know, thousands and thousands of SKUs online. And um, as you shop for items, you could search for specific items or shop by store, wherever you want to discover. Um, but if I'm searching for a black shirt in, in the men's department, I will get all of the men's black uh, shirts that are currently available in stock at Mall of America. Like just across all of the retailers that are visible there. Yep. Across That's all awesome. the retailers. So That's awesome. you can then compare and contrast across them. Um, if there is an item that you like from one retailer, maybe they don't have it in your size. It's an easy selection to another retailer versus having to go all the way out of that e-commerce experience from the retailer and then going to another one. So it allows guests to add on to cart really easily across retailers and obviously check out that way as well. Oh my gosh. That is such a, like, just it's a dream come true. And I wrote about this two years ago. Yes. It's a dream come true. But just imagine how many problems that solves when you, yes. especially when you have, you know, 5 million square feet of leasable space, instead of having to run around there to find, you know, my kids running shoes for tomorrow, right. I can type that in and I can have it like all of the options in front of me in one spot. It's like, uh, yes. It's yeah. A well, th that's a good point though. Let's get to brass tacks on that then. So like, how does it work? Like, let's say I find the black shirt that I want. I'm, I'm in my Dieter phase and I'm wearing black turtlenecks and I find the one I want. I've shopped them all of America and and how do I, do I have it delivered? Is it curb? Do I pick it up curbside? Like how do I pick it up in the mall? Like, how's that work? Yeah. So, um, you know, you add it to a cart similar to any, uh, shopping experience. You click checkout. Um, there's two options right now from curbside or pickup. Um, we will be bringing delivery on board here, um, shortly as well. Um, but we launched with uh, curbside and, um, pickup. So we have a central location at mall of America. Um, that guests can come and pick up uh, their items. So uh, we're seeing a lot of people do pre-shopping um, before their visits so they can have um, you know, some of those things done beforehand uh, or guests just coming in and getting it on curbside and bringing it home as well. Got it. Are you, are you finding that they, they choose one over the other? I'm just curious. Like, do you know yet? Do you guys have enough data on that? Like are people shipping or doing curbside or what? Uh, not, we don't quite have enough to, to sort of make that call yet uh, on the data side yet. So um, I think it'll be interesting come holiday time period when obviously the weather changes here in Minnesota and we get more retailers on board to see how um, some of that data uh, comes in. And the question we always get on this topic too is like returns. Like how do you, how are you guys handling that side of this of this this uh, effort? Yeah, so similar to the purchase piece. So Mall of America is handling the returns. So we are taking the items back um, and then um, giving them returning returning those items um, to the store if need be. And can they go do that curbside grant? Um, they could do it curbside. Um, we have not had that yet. Wow. But Anne's loving that now. Well. Grant, you are the first retailers uh -huh. I think I know uh -huh. who are like enabling uh -huh. curbside returns. Target still uh -huh. can't do curbside returns. I absolutely love that. I mean, what 
again, so much more convenient and gives you another, you know, several use cases for going to the Mall of America for shopping. Well, it changes the whole way I conceive of the mall in my life. Exactly. I, that's that's why we've been such a fan of this idea for so long. Um, well, cool. Well, Grant, from if I'm curious, and so you guys, how long you guys been live again with this? So we launched um, in August for back to school. Okay. So um, most of the retailers that were focused on initially were back to school focused, um, and then uh, expanding it here for holiday. Got it. Got it. And so what? What if like if you were to summarize for us like maybe the two or three biggest lessons you that maybe both of you guys actually both of you weigh in on this question maybe the two or three biggest lessons you've learned uh, from the initiative thus far what would those be? Grant, maybe you go first. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing for me is just continuing to listen to our guests. You know, this is a new way of shopping Mall of America. And we can look at our past first party data. We can learn from other um, places that have similar um, solutions, but Mall of America is unique. And um, we, people have always shop Mall of America unique and they'll continue to do online. So. I think the biggest thing for us is just understanding what the guests want, right? Like, and you mentioned mm -hmm. wanting curbside um, returns, right? Yep. If that is something that we feel like our guests want, then let's provide that as part of the solution. And that's what we're continuing to hear. There's things that we do really well at Mall of America in different programs, and they want those integrated into the online shopping experience. They want um, rewards brought into there as well. So I think that's where we're driving and going forward is, is a very customer centric, Hey, this is what they want. Let's bring them uh, along on this journey. That's interesting too. So you get into the whole like entertainment space, the dining space, all the things that get lit up there inside the mall of America. Uh, interesting. Yeah. I'd never thought about that too. Jesse, same question to you. What, cause you're, you're living this, like you're having to make it happen. As yeah. you've gone from Centennial Mall's main place mall to now Mall of America, the biggest mall in America, like what have been your biggest lessons? I, I think it, it echoes sort of, I'll say two things. The first one is it echoes Grant's, you know, comment of listening to the guest because we had presumptions and sorry, I guess assumptions, sorry, mm -hmm. with, you know, what we launched previously with, with other groups and other partners and brought those same sort of assumptions to this as well. Mm. Um, but if you think about, you know, just feedback that's coming in when, you know, guests, guests are saying X, we need to be adaptable as a technology as well, too, instead of just having one sort of vision or one, you know, sort of path or multiple paths, we need to be flexible enough to add other views or other, you know, other ways of doing this. Um, I think the second thing is something we touched on at the beginning is just, there's four lids stores in Mall of America. So discerning between all of those stores within this experience mm. is a bit of an operational challenge from a technology mm. standpoint. It's not like a smaller center where you have 75 stores or 75 retailers and there's no multiples. In this case, there are, I think it's two or three American Eagles. Like there's, there's operational challenges from a technology standpoint when it comes to having local inventory, having online inventory, you know, where is that inventory coming from? Which store? So there was a lot of extra layers that we had to build on to our technology that we weren't really thinking about or, you know, we thought about, but we didn't realize the challenge uh, until we actually went live and said, 
or we started building it before going live and then going live and saying, okay, wow, we need to put these checks and balances in place. But that will allow us to then ramp up, as Grant said, for holiday, add more retailers, give better selection, more content uh, for shoppers as they're going on. Instead of just those 15 retailers, we're going to bump that up significantly. Well, one thing that you alluded to earlier, Grant, that I wanted to call out really quickly was that, you know, you are generating more in-store sales for these retailers, which in turn, I would imagine for most mall operators who might be listening to this is better for your overall like structure and contract with those, those tenants. Can you tell us a little bit about that and just the challenges that you've been facing when it comes to, you know, online versus offline sales and really this bringing those two together? Yeah, you know, we look at our job is to drive those in-store sales, right? right? So, you know, that benefits overall Mall of America and Triple Five. So that helps our leasing team, that helps our operations team, it helps everyone. So yes, we're not afraid to drive uh, solutions to e-commerce sites as well, but, you know, we really want to position this as an in-store solution for our guests. And, um, and, and make it easy for those stores too. So the, the conversations that we've been having with the stores has been around, this is really great. When the, when the order volume needs to have a unique experience in our store, we're open to those conversations too. So, hey, if we need a dedicated register, if we need a dedicated line, that is the, the conversations that we're having because we're anticipating this growing um, in 2022. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what is so important for us at Omnitalk and why we really have, you know, been covering this solution and what Jesse and the team at Adept Mine have been doing over the course of the last couple of years, because it really is taking the mall and bringing that online experience um, and and merging those two together in a way that we're really not seeing being done no. yet. And especially, I, I'm curious, as you guys are thinking about the holidays and we have that coming up, the, the volumes will definitely be increasing online and offline again. Um, how is this going to make Christmas shopping per, for Chris and I personally, because we're in Mall of America's our, our local mall, but how is it going to make Christmas shopping or holiday shopping better for everybody this year, Grant? Yeah, you know, I think there's a real advantage to a couple things. So with the delivery piece that we are talking about is right. um, we are going to be able to get products in the hands of uh, shoppers quickly and quicker than a lot of um, the traditional e-commerce pieces that are out there. Mm. I know I've been listening to you guys uh, and your guys' program for a while. And, you know, there is a challenge around inventory that's going on. And there's something to be said about inventory in hand and inventory mm. on mall. Multi, and I think yeah. that will be a real um, benefit to the solution that we're bringing um, this year. And I think the other thing for holiday, you know, I touched a little bit about holiday rewards, but we have a really successful holiday rewards program where guests spend money on property and get uh, entertainment or, uh, rewards such as McLuhan Universe or Sea Life or, you know, one of our um, great attractions. And we're planning on bringing that to the, the online experience. So if you buy items on our digital platform, it still counts towards those purchases. Oh, wow. And you get those rewards still. That, that sounds amazing. Um, 
geez, what, what, what else is happening? Like how many, you guys said you had 15 retailers on the platform now, like what, what can we expect for the holiday season? Like how, how many more do we expect to come on board here? If you have a number at this point? Um, we're looking to at least double that. Um, wow. you know, obviously it, it depends a little bit on, uh, the size of those retailers. And I think that's the piece too, that, you know, during the holiday timeframe, we're looking at having the right mix of retailers, right? You know, we have retailers that are reaching out to us saying we want to be next. Um, and then we also know that we want to, uh, make sure we have that full assortment for guests that are looking for stuff on, on Mall of America too. And Jesse, I'm curious, you know, one thing that Grant mentioned, they're bringing on more retailers. Another question I, I imagine people will have is, you know, how are, how are those conversations with retailers? It seems like a lot to be happening, getting all of the retailers in one mall on board with this. Have you given any tips to, you know, other, like the Centennial malls that you were working with or to Grant's team? Like, do you, what are your thoughts around, like d- just how they're approaching that conversation? Yeah, it's, it's back to the, you know, what, what we've built from the beginning. And this was feedback from, you know, our roadshow in, in when we were first building the platform and, and speaking to landlords and developers that had tried these types of solutions previously. Mm. They said, if you build a platform where you need tenant buy-in or work from the tenants and Grant touched on that too, the fact that they don't have to do anything, yeah. be a part of this is is really one of the most unique pieces that that we offer as a as a company and and that allows us to scale too so that's the conversation where where grant and his team are having conversations around the content and the mix and the retailers that are going to be a part of this for holiday it's a quick conversation with us we scale it up we add the retailers and away we go it's it's not a you know back to the labor piece it's not that's not a laborious piece for us it's actually quite simple for us to add those additional retailers because we've either we either have their feeds directly uh, and and have them in our in our system or have relationships where we can go get those feeds. So that's that's the nice thing is they really they don't have to lift a finger if you know to be a part of this. And I think that's again a really special piece about working with with a deadline. Yeah, I mean the, the the biggest aha for me in this conversation, maybe we'll close on this. And Anne, I'd love to get your thoughts on this too. Is the part that didn't really sit in, sink in with me until we had this conversation was not only is Mall of America big, right? It's got a ton of retailers, but in a lot of ways, it's like the biggest petri dish you could find for trying to attempt to do something like what Jesse and Grant have been describing. Like you're going to see every single use case you could probably possibly see inside of a physical manifestation of a shopping center of any shape or size, you're going to see all the use cases. And so you're going to have all of this pressure tested out at some point to a great, great degree. And I I never really had fully captured that in my mind until having this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can realize that. The other thing too, is like Grant mentioned earlier, but you have local shoppers, you have the tourist shoppers. So you have all of these instances, especially once you incorporate delivery that you're going to have to, the proof points you're going to have to, to rule out here as you continue to experiment. Yeah. You're shipping to Des Moines, Iowa is going to go up exponentially. I got to think, right, Grant? Well, I'm, I'm hoping that there'll be lots of deliveries to our hotel partners for right. guests from Des Moines staying at one of those as well. So that's I think right. that, right, that delivery piece will be, will be a great piece for us. Yeah. So. Cause like people don't even probably realize that you have hotels on property. Like yeah. that's, that's how big the tourism draw is there. So, 
Well, awesome. Well, that guys, that was a great discussion. Um, I can't wait for this. Like I am super excited to go and try this out this holiday season. And if I want to go, what's the URL for everyone? If they want to check this out too, Grant. It's uh shop.mallofamerica.com. Okay. That's that easy. That's that easy. And if people want to get in touch with either of you, uh, want to learn more, it's that uh, Jesse, especially for you. Like if they want to learn how to pull this off, if there's any other shop mall operators out there listening, like what's the best way for them to get in touch with you, Jesse, maybe you go first. Uh, reach out to me on LinkedIn or email Jesse, J E S S E at adevmind.ai. Awesome. And Grant. Uh, I would say likewise, find me on LinkedIn, uh, Grant Bungie, B-U-N-T-J-E. All right. You heard it here first, everyone. Thank you to everyone for tuning in. And thank you if you happen to tune in live today as well, because and we are very excited to have your questions as they were coming in. Lots of great questions. So thank you for that, as always. Again, Jesse Michael of Adept Mind, Grant Bungie of Mall of America, and most importantly to everyone listening and watching live, be careful out there. Mm-hmm.